Good evening from the West Coast. This is Janelle LaRue, and this is Ordinary People, Extraordinary God, Conversations for the Soul. And this is our fifth installment, and we're just going to jump right in. I have with me um, someone I consider auntie, and she is absolutely a, um, a rock for me, but quite a few other people <laughs> and we've been talking about this story and I just wanted to make sure I had her on so this is Miss Marcy <laughs> Hi. Hi, everyone. and you know the premise of this whole podcast is to ask people one question when did you know God was real so Miss Marcy when did you know I probably knew God was real when I was around 12 years old and I knew he was real because I was struggling with my own identity at the time. And he spoke to me. And I started having dreams and visions of things that started to manifest themselves and come true. For instance, I was a young girl and I was in the basement and I had a dream one night. I wasn't in the basement. I was actually dreaming in my bed. And I had a dream that there were lions roaring around me and protecting me. Mm -hmm. And the next day when I woke up, I went to school and there was a gang war. And something said to me, escape. That was the first encounter I had. And I said, escape where? And they said, go here. And I went to a side entrance of Overbrook High School. And gunshots came out. There was a young man dead. And I was safe. That was the first encounter I had. I should probably pick my mouth up off the floor what and I had some other things happen prior to that but I didn't understand what they were yeah and my mother never really explained our gift to us my sister and I both have a gift we know what it is now but my mother was very closed mouth about the gift Mm -hmm. and when she did finally explain it to us it had come from her father and his mother. But it was many, many years after we were had questions. Many, many years. I was an adult mm-hmm. when she explained it to me. I think the very first time that I really understood the gift was when I was married. I was seven months pregnant with my daughter and I was visiting my mother because my husband was out of town. Mm-hmm. And I was in the bed. He had set up the crib and everything so that I would be okay. And when I went to bed that night, I felt death walking down the street. And I've had several encounters before that, but I didn't understand. And while I was sitting in the bed, I felt death walking from the corner of the street 
down the street. And I put my knees up to my belly and I covered my belly and I said, don't take my baby. And the death walked by. And when it walked by, I could sense it going down the street. The next morning when I woke up, a neighbor six doors down the street had died. And I said, okay, I have some kind of sensitivity. Yeah. I understand what's going on. Yeah. And it was very interesting because I knew that it was coming for someone. Hmm. But you didn't know who. But I didn't know who. But I knew I didn't want it to take my baby. Yeah. And it passed me by. And I can tell you, even today, I can tell you what that feels like. Hmm. Hmm. I remember my mother used to say she smelled death. It used to scare the heck out of me. I don't smell it, but I know when it's present. You know when it's present. Mm-hmm. She was smelling. Mm-hmm. You can smell it. I, I've smelled it before too. Really? Mm-hmm. But but it's not. But when you know that it's walking down the street, and you can feel it passing, the presence of it passing by you, it's a very interesting feeling. Oh, can can you describe it? Is it indescribable? It's. You know how you look in a movie. And you see the sunset, and you see the shadow moving by. That's mm. what it's like. But it's intense. It's stronger than the sunset. It's a presence that lets you know that it has power. Ooh. But there's nothing wrong with that. It's okay, because it's part of what a part of living is dying. Yeah. It's just that maybe at the time that it's happening, you choose. To ask for mercy. Mm. And you ask it to pass by you. And it may. And it may not. But I woke up that morning. And my neighbor down the street. That I grew up with. She was two years older than me. Was screaming that her mother had died. But I knew it had passed by me. And that changed everything for me. I had had several other encounters as a child, but I didn't understand it. But that's when I knew. Yeah. For sure. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. I don't even know what to ask next. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sitting here looking at you like, what? So I've had, um, I believe that my mission on this planet is for women. To help women. Yeah. I believe that I receive messages mm-hmm. for women. And I believe that when I give them the message, they know it's true. I, for one, am a witness to that. Because everything you told me has been right on target. And I believe that I'm a vehicle for that. The hard part was accepting that that's what I needed yeah. to do. So why was that hard? Who wants that responsibility? <laughs> <laughs> Who? Nobody wants that responsibility because there's opposition. People don't believe you. People don't think that um, you're telling the truth. But the tr- there's something about the truth that enters the spirit of the person. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you encounter a person, and I've encountered complete strangers that I've gotten messages for. And I'll give you an example. I was going, I was in church one day with my husband. And there was a gentleman that sat beside me in the church. And I'm sitting there and I'm getting this feeling like there's something I need to tell him. But I don't even know myself what I'm supposed to tell him. And I said to my husband, who understood my gift, who supports my gift, I said, I got a message for this guy sitting next to me. I said, and I don't know what it is yet, but I want you to know when I speak to him, because I'm always respectful of my husband. Yeah. When I speak to him, it's about the message. Because he knew me, he said, do what you have to do. Because nobody wants to box with God, okay? Mm-mm. No. So, <laughs> I'm sitting there, and the gentleman that's next to me, don't know him, it's a big church, very big church, a lot of strangers, we don't know each other, it's massive people. And something says to me, tell this young man that he is delaying what God has for him. Because his responsibility is to employ many people. And he has a business in his mind that he's not sure of. But if he goes head ahead and steps on faith, mm-hmm. that many people will have jobs because of it. So I looked at the young man and I said to him, he was younger than me. I said, do you believe that God can give me a message for you? And he said, yes. I said, God is telling me to tell you to stop being afraid. Do what you need to do because other people's jobs are depending on it. And the young man started crying. Mm. He broke down and he said, I said, do, I said, do you understand what I'm saying to you? Because mm. when I get the message, I don't even understand you know. all of it. <laughs> I'm right. like, he's crying and I'm like, why is he crying? Okay, but he knew why. <laughs> Lord, I'm not prepared for this. Why is this man crying? <laughs> so he oh, said to me that he's supposed to start a business. He's known he's supposed to start a business. He told me what the business was. I don't remember now. This was a while ago. He said, but he's going to do it. He hugged me, and that was the end of it. Yeah. Because some people I encounter, the message is brief. Yeah. And it's for them, and that's it. And sometimes, do you remember all of it? Like, no. after it's over? No. You don't remember it? No. Very few times you remember. The only time I really remember it is because the, the people are around me all the time. Oh, I got you. So, if I have a message for you, and you're with me every day, then I'll remember what it was about, because it's probably that it's not chance. Mm-hmm. Is that there's a continuous relationship about it. Mm, got you. Okay. Got you. So I've had, I've had several encounters like that. But when I was about 26 or 27, I was going to church one day. And I got on the trolley because my husband took my car away from me. That's a whole other story. We won't get into that. Oh boy. And 
I got on the trolley, and, and that's not a chance thing either. And a woman, probably in her 80s, when I got on, she looked at me when I walked past her, and I sat behind her, and she said, the Holy Spirit is upon you. You're going to do great things. Let God use you. Mm. Never saw her again. But that was the beginning of me really understanding what was going on with me. Wow. That's a compelling collection of stories. And you only gave us like the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, really. <laughs> and it's really started off with us talking off- offline about, you know, your upbringing and everything like that. Right. I think it's interesting when you talk about having the gift and, you know, in some ways having like a smile apprehension about, do I tell this person that? I mean, you know you have to, but you go to tell them because you're trusting that, okay, this is a message from you, God, and I'm going to give it out. But what it speaks to is this idea that our lives are not our own. No. Absolutely not. And you know, the thing about me having a message for someone and me not being, me being reluctant to give it, there's a pressing on me that happens. And it gets more and more intense the more disobedient I become. Yes. Yes. So if I'm disobedient, it's like, oh, you're not going to do this? Oh, yes, you are. Yeah. And it presses on my spirits and it becomes an obsession almost mm-hmm. where I have to almost throw it up. Yeah. yeah. I'm almost like to the point where I've got to vomit it out. Yeah. And that's, that's what's heavy about it. Because our destinies are tied up in it. Mm-hmm. If you don't say, we can't take the next step. You can't take the next step and I can't move forward. Yes. Ah, this is deep. <laughs> I can't move forward because the oppression for me and the um, intensity of the feeling escalates. Yeah. And it gets to a point where, like, I got to release it. Because if I don't release it, it's, it's just too much for me. It's consuming. Yes. Yeah. So let me ask you this, and I'll... I'll close this out because we could talk about this for two three four hours for somebody that's questioning so typically I'll ask around about you know if they're questioning if God is real and all that stuff but there I'm sure there are people that are going to listen to this that are thinking you know I get that I I received that this is this is my life I understand it but maybe they haven't accepted it mm-hmm. what would you say to them to help them walk in their gift So, if people are reluctant, I ask them to examine what has happened in their life. Mm -hmm. Are you being blessed or not? Because when you accept your walk, everything opens up for you and you become blessed. And if you don't, then calamity happens because you can't serve two masters. And when you're reluctant, you're on the other side of darkness. And when you open your spirit and you decide to accept your gift and what is your charge in life, you don't have to worry about anything. You're blessed. 
So you have to make a decision. And, you know, we have choices in this life. So either you want to be, you want to take control of your life, or you want someone who's got your best interest to control your life. And it's called surrender. Mm -hmm. And if you can surrender, you have all power. If you don't surrender, you're a slave. You choose. And we're going to end it there. <laughs> that was a word. Miss Marcy, thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. That was a blessing to me. Anytime. I needed to hear that, but I'm sure there are going to be so many people that are going to be blessed by hearing what you had to say because it is real. It is real. And it's time. It's time for all of us to rise up and take our places. So surrender is freedom. Resistance is slavery. You choose. You choose. All right, folks. Well, you heard it. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to this fifth installment of Ordinary People, Extraordinary God, Conversations for the Soul with Janelle LaRue and Friends. I hope you enjoyed it, and we'll be back. Have a great day.